The following program contains views and opinions which are not necessarily those of KAAM, DJRD Broadcasting, or its sponsors. Hello, everybody! What's coming up on today's experience? Devotional Diamonds of the Day, also known as DDDs, where my daily devotions become some of our spiritual reflections. Sound effects placed throughout the show which have nothing to do with life, but they contain the winning lotto numbers, so listen closely. The review of the Goofy News, which proves Jesus is coming back sooner than you think. Just remember that when they believe their own lies, they've been judged by God already. 2 Thessalonians 2.11. Life lessons for our faith that we could actually use probably won't if we tend to sit around and go, huh? Humor that will force you to think, why does this guy have a radio show? That's simple. My wife told me, get out of the house. That's why. And then also Bible trivia for fake and yet somehow real cool prizes, your phone calls, and more. Welcome to the David Spoon Experience, local, national, and heavenly talk. My name is David Spoon. I will be your host for the next 5,400 seconds. Get ready for one of the more bizarre experiences on live radio. Here is the key to the show. We don't know what we're doing. We have no idea what's going to happen, and we don't care. But for the next few minutes, I want to talk faith with you. So here we go. We're asking questions like living life as a Christian. How do you handle it when you deal with people that you love, that you adore, and that sometimes they go through the Duncan stage? You know what the Duncan stage is? That's when they're yo-yos and they go up and down and up and down and up and down and it's hard to follow. Yeah, we want to talk about stuff like that. Bottom line is if you have an opinion, a comment, a thought, or a question, we don't want it to die of loneliness. We want you to have that opportunity to share. This is a, I don't want to say a safe place. This is a Christian fellowship place. If you've got a question, something you don't understand, cool. If you've got a prayer request, you need other people to combine their faith with yours, awesome. If you've got a praise report because the Lord's done something in your life and you're just like, that blessed me, that may bless other people. You want to reach out and share that with your brothers and sisters in the Lord. You, you understand the new commandment from Jesus in John chapter 13, Love one another. Well, we are the one another. It's pretty simple. Bottom line to this, reach out to us by calling 972-445-0770. That's 972-445-0770. When you make that phone call, special phone call, 972-445-0770, you'll end up talking to Captain Chris. And you'll be talking to one of the nicest guys I know. And then you'll be sailing, takes me away to where away. Now, the one I do in the next hour, the next third of the second, fourth of the 16th, 15th of the 12th part of the show, it's not as good. 
Yes, I'm just telling you right now. So don't get all excited because the next one's like, meh. Okay. Uh, if you want to text us, by the way, 214-210-8483. That's 214-210-8483. And for those of us who are post-50, 214-210-8483. Okay. And then you can email us, David at he must increase.org. You can already tell what kind of show this is going to be. Uh, that's David at he must increase.org. And then I want to send you up to the website. A couple things I want to tell you. Got something in my hand from somebody very special and close to us. That would be Joanne and Cordelia. Uh, uh, Joanne sent me a wonderful email. I want to remind you about being an ambassador. Here is what she wrote. I didn't even ask for permission. Uh, sometimes you have to ask for forgiveness then versus permission. Uh, so here it is. She wrote this to me. I told the intern, the dental assistants, about the amazing show and shared a brochure with her. She was definitely interested. I love how handy the ambassador brochures are. That is an unsolicited uh, compliment for the brochures. Okay? So if you want a brochure, we'll send them to you free. We won't charge anything. It's not even a COD, cash on delivery. None of that. I mean, they're not that expensive. <laughs> so if you want one, let us know. Uh, you can get that information. You can look at the brochures on the website. See how that all leads to the website? And while you're on the website, you may notice there's this donate or be blessed or give to us or we will cry button. And we want you to click on those. It'll tell you how to give. You can give either directly through the website, through PayPal, through credit card, through a check, anything you want. That info is on there already. Check out hemustincrease.org. Prayer request? Hemustincrease.org. Praise report? Hemostincrease.org. Looking to give to this ministry? Hemostincrease.org. Confused by what's happening right now? Hemostincrease.org. Hemostincrease.org. So I got a 21 and an 8 out of that. What did you get? (laughs) Uh, See how funny that is? That's a good one. All right. Uh, We're going to open up praying for our country because it needs it more than ever. Oh, my goodness. (laughs) You know, I can't. It's hard to watch the news or to listen to anything on the Internet or to listen to anything on radio that's about the news because I can't tell if I'm um, actually watching, you know, One Life to Live, General Hospital, or Days of Our Lives. I can't figure it out. So uh, let's let's pray. You get the you get the picture, right? All right, let's let's pray. Father, we come before you right now. We thank you. We praise you. We worship you. You are first and foremost, and we love that we are a part of your kingdom and a part of your family. We certainly pray your blessing on one another, our brothers and our sisters in you. And you know, Lord, we continually pray for some of the marriages that are really struggling. We just ask you to pour out grace and healing in those situations. And we lift up our country to you, which sometimes, Lord, seems like it's a mess. But you know what? You are in charge. You know what's going on. So we're going to petition you to have grace and mercy on our country. 
we humble ourselves and ask for help as a can-do nation, right now we can't seem to do. And we need your help to do it. And we pray for the peace in Ukraine and pray for the gospel to be just an explosion center in Ukraine that they can become even known as a gospel center on this planet. We pray for your grace on these nations. In Jesus' name, amen and amen. Okay, dokie. So we got that rolling? We got that rolling? Uh, we're already past our time, so that we're not past our time. We're already just so far out of time. Okay, so I'm doing something different again today. Can you believe this? I'm doing different. So next Wednesday, or this coming Wednesday, the Wednesday that's next, so next Wednesday, I'm going to be doing part two on Christian chaos. So for those that are wondering, I don't think I can do it multiple days in a row because— at that point, I just, you know, don't feel like spending, I don't feel like driving home, to be honest, because I don't want to pretend I'm in a, you know, a battle truck and just ram people and stuff. So uh, I think it's better to spread it out. That's just wise. But we have been doing a few different things and kind of, you know, seeding him throughout the show. This is one of those. And this is, I'm going to try and say it nice, one of my favorite devotional experiences that I had with the Lord in the last year. So that's pretty good. I've been a Christian for about 43 years, not long. But uh, my devotion life is very, very, uh, uh, not strict, but it is persistent. That's a nice way to say it. And this was just, this just so blessed me. And I thought, I've got to share this with my brothers and my sisters. I think they'll love that. Remember, I'm not your pastor. I'm your big brother or I'm your younger brother. But either way, I'm an annoying brother. And then you can just, you know, chalk it up to that. So figure it out from that point of view. We, we I'm going to take you through this thing in 2 Samuel. And it's in chapter 7. And if you'll remember the story, I'll give you just a little bit of background. David was like, hey, we should build a temple for the Lord. Yeah, let's do it. And then Nathan's like, hey, yeah, it's in your heart. You should do it. Yeah. But then God spoke to Nathan and said, yeah, no, both of you are wrong. <laughs> Let me help you out. And so this is after Nathan comes back and tells David, well, it sounded like a great idea. And I thought it was a great idea. I voted yes. You voted yes. We all voted yes. God voted no. So <laughs> we're going to change that. So this is right at that point in 2 Samuel chapter 7, verse 17, where Nathan comes back and tells David the big no. So here's how it starts in verse 17. So Nathan went back to David and told him everything the Lord had said. Verse 18, then King David went in and sat before the Lord and prayed, who am I, O sovereign Lord, and what is my family that you have brought me thus far? And now, Sovereign Lord, in addition to everything else, you speak of giving me a lasting dynasty. Do you deal with everyone this way? So I want to just break this apart, and we'll kind of rip it up. And there's much more to the text, but let's start right with what we said, and that is the prophet Nathan comes back and tells David. Initially, David's like, I want to build a temple for the Lord. And Nathan's like, yeah. Remember, this is the same Nathan in about four or five chapters who's going to, you know, rebuke David. So this guy just tells it the way it is. The Lord told Nathan, hey, that's nice that you supported King David. You were wrong, and you're going to tell him you were wrong, and you're going to get it straight. So every time a prophet, even ordained from God, speaks, because they speak, it's not always right. If they prophesy, it has to be right. If they're not 100% right in the Old Testament style, they get killed. They get executed. So in God's economy, prophecy that is four-fourth 
telling, and then there's prophecy that's foretelling. Those are two different things. Foretelling is telling beforehand. If somebody speaks in the name of the Lord and they foretell something or predict something and it doesn't come to pass, God has a pretty strict test. If it doesn't come to pass, you kill them. Okay, so it's like, okay. so you better be careful when people go, I've got a prophecy for you. Yeah, it's like, slow down, Sparky. Okay, now, that's a little different than people prophesying on a regular basis, speaking the heart and the mind of God. So Nathan said something to David, didn't prophesy, just supported him, and God said, you're wrong. Go back and tell him you're wrong. Nathan did that. He was an excellent prophet in the capacity that he owned it and went right to David. Listen to how David responds to the Lord. He actually, it's called the prayer of thanks. And David, King David goes in and says, then King David went in and sat before the Lord and prayed. So I, I want to say something about that real quickly. There is no right or only one specific method of prayer. Can you, can you stand and pray? Yes. Can you sit and pray? This is exactly what David's doing. Can you lay down on the floor and pray? Yes. Can you be in your bed and pray? Yes. Can you be in a bathtub and pray? Yes. Can you be in a car and pray? Yes. You can pray anywhere, anytime. And you think, well, isn't there some reason? No, you can pray. You can talk to God anywhere, anytime. That's the opening that Jesus gave. I just love that it says and takes the time to say, eh, David sat down. (laughs) He's just sitting down going, whoa. And he said, who am I, O sovereign Lord, and what is my family? that you have brought me this far. So I want you to contemplate what David is saying. Listen to the the glory that he's giving to God in just saying that statement. Who am I? Now, you have had wonderful things happen to you as I have had wonderful things happen. You've had people say things to you at the right time that made a difference. You've had people share things with you. You've had the opportunity to share things with people. And you were right there in that experience knowing that God was using you at the moment. And it's powerful and it's anointed and it's wonderful. And you just have to sit back and just ask this question. Who are you? And who am I? I'm going to get to come into the radio station, get to share my heart, tell my stories, make my jokes, do all this. Who am I? I don't deserve this. I deserve nothing as every other human being deserves nothing. I have this whole portion where in one of my books that talks about, did you sin once? Okay, you're entitled to death. That's what you're entitled to. And you have to just sit, sit back and look at what David, he's like, who am I? You know, went through a lot, right? Saul trying to take his life. Oh, tough times, right? Living in caves, not exactly living in the cave, not exactly living in the high style, right? Surviving, just getting through. He gets to this point, wants to do something nice for the Lord. The Lord says, no, but I'm going to bless your family. And David just recognizes, I, who, I'm, who am I? I'm nobody. Wow. And that's a nice way to say thank you, isn't it? All right. We'll take a break and come back. It's going to be like this the whole way through. You better get ready. Uh, you're listening to the David Spoon Experience right here on KAAM 770, the truth station here in Texas. Short break. Don't go anywhere. What is the David Spoon experience? And God's it's like, there's no room there. It's like, well, no, no, no. I, I can, I can, 
you know, not vote for either kingdom. Well, let me get this straight. You're not voting for the kingdom of God. Therefore, you're also trying to be a supporter of the kingdom of darkness. How does that work? That doesn't work. And in, in lieu of that, you know, I was, uh, had a discussion with my son. We were talking about preparation and being ready because you never know when the Lord, you don't know when that trumpet's going to blow for you. You don't know at that moment where God's going to go ding dong, time's up. And I, say, I said, you always got to be ready. He said, well, you can't always be ready. It's like, no, you always got to be ready. Matthew chapter 24, verse 42, be ready, always be ready for you do not know the day that the Lord will come. And that's not just from an eschatological point of view for life. That's for you individually. You got to be ready and watchful and aware because this is kingdom stuff. And there's a kingdom being built to glorify God, and there's all the opposing kingdoms. And it's a pretty straightforward question. Which kingdom are you trying to support? That's the question. And if you say, well, I'm not supporting any kingdom, then you are opposed to the kingdom of God. Because you're either helping advance his kingdom or you're in opposition. And that's where Jesus split the line. And you think, well, that that doesn't seem fair. We have a great word around this show that we like to use every once in a while, but with tons of love. Tough. It's like, it's it's not whether you think it's fair or not. You know, well, I don't think God, a God of love would do it this way or this way. Too bad what you think. You're not God. That's not up to you. Well... That's just what the Bible says. Let me get this straight. So you believe that God can create the universe, but he can't write a book? Boy, that argument's going to get lost every single time. So my whole point in bringing this up is there's, it's not a contradiction at all. You're either, for, you're either for, in Luke 9, 49 and 50, you're either for the kingdom, advancing the kingdom, driving out demons in the name of Jesus Christ, trying to make declaration for the truth of God, or you're against the kingdom, whether you are verbally, physically against it, or whether you are verbally and physically doing nothing. There is... No neutral. You're either a kingdom advancer or you're against the kingdom. And what's really hard, are you ready for your noodle to get baked here, is the decisions that we make advance kingdoms. Do we consider our decisions before we make these decisions? Do we consider what kingdom we're impacting? Wow. Isn't that tough? The David Spoon Experience. Welcome back to the David Spoon Experience. Thank you for joining us here at KAAM 770, the truth station here in Texas. That's KAAM 770, the truth station here in Texas, where we're getting ready to offer up our first trivia question. Here you go. From the book of Acts. That's all I can say. From the book of Acts. I'm hoping that that Al is listening. From the book of Acts. Who made this claim? All the prophets testify about him that everyone who believes in him receives forgiveness of sins through his name. Who made that proclamation? Who made this claim? 
All the prophets testify about him that everyone who believes in him receives forgiveness of sins through his name. If you think you know the answer, Al, you just want to reach out and call 972-445-0770. You also want to text in 214-210-8483. As well, you want to send an email, David, at hemustincrease.org. Now, we got a lot on the plate today. I'm just going to try and get a lot of it done, but let's do our DNA. Uh, We'll do the best we can throughout the whole process. D stands for Draw Closer to the Lord. Daily, David. (laughs) Thank you for that last little bit there. Daily. Spend some time with God every single day. How long? I don't know. Just start with a minute. I don't know. A minute with the Lord, okay? A minute with the Master. Try that. There you go. Uh, and never be ashamed of Jesus' words. Never be ashamed of what Jesus had to say. Never let the word, world shame you. They're liars anyway, so be careful. And then A, always be ready. To serve. To serve, which means other people matter. You may have had a great blessing today, but don't put the focus on yourself. Put the focus on others as well and be available that the Lord may use you. You may have had a semi-disaster today. Don't put the focus on yourself. Be aware of other people that you can be a blessing to them from the Lord and that the Lord can use you. That's what it's all about. That's our DNA. All right, our trivia question. Uh, we'll do that play thing later in the in the Okay. Uh, once again, uh, who made this claim? It's in the book of Acts. Who said... All the prophets testify about him that everyone who believes in him receives forgiveness of sins through his name. Which person in the book of Acts who was an apostle made that statement? Boy, that's as much. I just can't give any more than that. That's just too much to hear. All right. All right. Let's go back to the text. And then if uh, nobody calls in, we got people texting. But if we we're going to if we don't uh, do that, then there'll be some kind of ping ping pong ball coming my way. You want to grab one? Okay, do it. All right, let's <laughs> okay. let's go. All right, here we go. So picking it back up, uh, I'm going to read it through. So I want you to catch each nuance because it's really, it's just such a fascinating read. I must have read it 30 times. So Nathan went back to David and told him everything the Lord had said. And then King David went in and sat before the Lord and prayed. Who am I, O sovereign Lord, and what is my family that you have brought me this far? And we just talked about in the last segment that it's just amazing how far God has brought us. It's absolutely fantastic. He says, and now, Sovereign Lord, in addition to every, everything else, you speak of giving me a lasting dynasty. Dynasty. Do you deal with everyone this way? When David asks that question, he's, he's, he's so amazed at the kindness of God that he's asking God, are, do you, are you this nice to everybody? And there's times in our lives where we go through the up and down and the fighting through and so on and so forth. But there's other times where you'll make a prayer and God will answer that prayer. Or you get through this trial, you get the deliverance you're seeking, or you get answers you're looking for, or you get some resolution that you never thought you would get. And you look at that and then you look up at God and you're just thinking, that is so kind of you. That's what David's communicating. Do, do, you, do you treat everybody like that? I mean, that, that's just amazing. Uh, But it's this line that I'm going to carry into the next segment because of how intense this next phrase is. He goes, oh, do you deal with everybody this way, oh, sovereign Lord? What more can I say? You know what I'm really like. 
Sovereign Lord. Oh. If I had a microphone that I could drop, I would drop it. I can't because it's on a little hook thing. He, he's just so thankful. He's so appreciative. He's so uh, He knows that God is pouring out God's kindness into David's life. And David knows that the kindness of God is greater than David is worth. He's not, he's not being foolish or anything. And he's like, wow, you just, you're so nice. And man, you treat, like, do you do this with everybody? And then he says this, you know what I am really like. You know all those dark crevices that you think nobody knows in those different corridors in your brain? God knows them. <laughs> do you know those thoughts that you think on your bed when you don't think anybody's looking? God is. Do you know those thoughts that you have when you're driving? And, and maybe for some people, it's a little more anger thoughts. And uh, and you're thinking, uh, uh, you know, maybe a hole opens up there. <laughs> that person gets swallowed. Do you know that without you saying it, God still knows you thought that thought? Do you realize that when you see somebody who's prospering, you and you you without even saying it to yourself out loud, but kind of underneath go, I can't believe that kind of person's getting such success. It drives me nuts. Every one of those whispers is on a loudspeaker to God. Every thought that you have is, record is recorded. It's not just noted. It's recorded. And so David doesn't he, why, what's the point of lying to God? Why would you lie to God since he's omniscient and he knows everything? Why would you do that? So he's like, yep, yeah, you know what I'm like. <laughs> it's like, this is a guy that is not uh, flaw, uh, 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 not without flaws. He's got a lot of problems. In fact, his problems are going to manifest in a little bit. But he's got some issues, right? And remember, he, he doesn't do everything perfect. I mean, he's, he's already lied. He's already threatened to kill somebody. This is not like a new thing or anything. And he's just like, uh, yeah, I'm just, oh, boy. <laughs> I just feel like, yes, well, the fact that God knows that about us, and I won't miss the trivia, but the fact that God knows that about us and still is so kind to us tells you who you're dealing with. He knows what you, the bad. No matter, he knows the good, but he knows the bad, still chose you, still loves you, and is still kind to you. Who made this claim in the book of Acts? All the prophets testify about him that everyone who believes in him receives forgiveness of sins through his name. That would be the apostle Peter. Peter was the one who made that proclamation. See, that's the standing answer for Al. Peter. It's Peter. Okay. Take a break and then we'll come back. You're listening to the David Spoon Experience right here on KAAM 770, the truth station here in Texas. Short break. We'll be back. Don't go anywhere. You may be from a Baptist background, a Pentecostal background, a non-denominational background. David Spoon has that too. You may be from the Church of Christ, Presbyterian, Methodist, Church of God, or some other denomination. But if you're looking for a show that's Bible-based, spirit-led, and a bit nutty, then give David a listen for a while. If you like it, great. If not, no worries. 
The David Spoon Experience. The David Spoon Experience. I'm just telling you the truth. I'm just being honest, right? Because I'll pull from I'm, – I'm Jewish. I was trained well, and I you pull from multiple directions. And this was one of those things. So I kind of needed to recognize that sometimes I'm obnoxious, and I need to make up for it. And the whole point of me telling you this is – Sometimes you will do things that doesn't necessarily mean you're wrong, but because you didn't have the right spirit going on when it happened, you need to make up for it. Now, by that, I mean this. So Noel uh, found out uh, yesterday that she had to get up at 4.30 this morning because the president of, quote, unquote, the company was coming in because they were doing a remodel, and her section was one of the sections that are being remodeled. So she had to be at work at 6 in order to be there. Okay? All right. So uh, now I'm already – I'm not in the doghouse or anything. I'm just you know, feeling like I, I could have done better. So you know what I did? And I'm telling you this for a reason. I got up at 5 in the morning, and I sat with her for about a half hour while she was getting ready, right? And I encouraged her because I knew she was really tired. And then she went to work, and I went back to bed (laughs) for at least an hour and a half until the dog said, that's enough out of you. Get up. You know, that was a whole separate thing. The reason that I bring it up is not because I did something brilliant. That's exactly not the case. In fact, the reason that I had to make it up is because I didn't do something brilliant. But it dawned on me that it is okay, or not okay, but it's probably right for you and I when we're in relationships and we do something that's a little far off or maybe not as uh, authentically Christian as we generally need to be, that we're allowed to make up for it. And so what I was trying to do was communicate with her, I love you. I'm kind of sorry. Okay, I'm sorry. All right, I'm totally sorry because I'm up at 5 a.m. that uh, I, I, I didn't – I wasn't, like, nicer about the whole thing. And so whatever happened by getting up at 5 in the morning last night went bye-bye. And my point in making that um, – sharing that with you is simply sometimes we can do things that is – a way to say I'm with you without doing a whole bunch, and that will just make some of the dumber things less painful or less dumb.